Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. God, for His grace and His mercy, praise God for fellowship time. Yes, indeed. We're going we're gonna to have one after service. Uh, not this Sunday, but we're going to have one. Happy New Year! Are y'all excited about 2018? Well, we should be excited that we made it, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, we should be excited that we made it. Another year in the Lord. That's good. Well, today, the title of the message in, in the series I'll be doing, uh, probably about three, three or four messages or something like that, is called The, the One Thing. The one thing, and that's what we want to concentrate on a little bit. You know, during New Year's, uh, people, rightfully so, they they think of well, let's make a a New Year's resolution. Let's let's try this year to do this. Let's try to do that, and that's that's a good thing. Uh, they said about 50% of the people in the United States uh, make some type of New Year's resolution which is good. Uh, the top choices, uh, well, statistically they say, would be weight loss, exercise, so they join the gyms and things like that, or, or they make a resolution, they're going to start going to the gym and use the membership they're paying for. You know, <laughs> they do that, you know. And uh, also, another is stop smoking. That's a... That's a, uh, a, a a top one also, and another one would be better money management, debt reduction. Those are some of the top ones that people say. Um, now, the not-so-good thing is that statistically, they say of those 50% that make resolutions, about 80% of those People that made those resolutions, they fail, those resolutions fail by the second week in February. That's around Valentine's Day. <laughs> the 14th, around Valentine's Day. Uh, now that's sad, isn't it? That's sad. Okay? Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's early failure. I mean, you know, you didn't last, didn't last for one and a half months on that. Uh, but they said statistically, that's what, that's what it is. Uh, so, wow. Now, I have some things that, 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 that I said, well, you know, why is this going on? You know, that, that, that's not too good. Well, one thing is, is that uh, you have to try very hard to make sure that you don't fall into whatever caused that to fail. And that's what I'm going to talk about today because we want to make, we want to have some things, goals that we want to work on in 2018. Uh, so, how can we, as a Christian body, how can we make sure we don't fall in that 80%, but we want to be in that 20%, don't we? We want to be in that 20% that if we set a goal, we want to achieve it in 2018. Now, I believe that it's a good thing because I have things that I need to work on. Okay, I do. And, and so, one thing for sure 
to make sure that you reach your goals and don't fall short is that set realistic goals. Now, uh, I have so many things to work on, and I know I need to be real, realistic. I can say that I'm never gonna eat in 2018. I'm not gonna eat not one dessert, not one piece of cake. Now, that is unrealistic for me. Unrealistic. Now. But now, now, would it be a good thing? Yes, that'll be a good thing for me. Is it not to eat in a dessert in 2018? It's a good thing. But it's not a realistic thing. So I'm not going to set a goal like that. Because I will fail before February 14th. And if not before, on February 14th, I will fail. <laughs> I will fail because I'm going to take my Valentine out and we're going to have some dessert. I'm going to tell you that. Okay? So, and it'll probably be some chocolate. It'll probably be some chocolate for her. Uh, for me, uh, it won't be chocolate, but it'll, it'll be a piece of cake, and it'll be good, and it'll be what I like, and I won't tell you about it, but uh, you know, already know it'll be unrealistic, unrealistic goal, don't you, for me to do that. Okay, so, so now, that's one thing we're not going to do, set an unrealistic goal. Number two is I'm not going to set... Uh, a lot of goals because if I set a lot of goals, I know that I'm not going to achieve all those goals. Even though I have a lot of things to work on, I cannot, I cannot achieve all those things. I can't. It's just not going to. Um, God doesn't work on everything. That, that's, that's my weakness. He doesn't work on everything at one time. So I'm not going to try to work on everything at one time. So I'm not going to set the 20 or 30, 40 things I need to do. I'm not going to do that. I need, I need to make some changes, but I'm not going to make all those changes. You shouldn't either. You shouldldn't do that. Okay, so, so that's why the message is titled The One Thing. The One Thing. Now, it might be more than one, but that's okay. It's, it's the one thing we're concentrating on, the one thing. The next thing we need to do after we say, okay, we're going to set realistic goals. We're not going to set many goals. We want to concentrate on really one thing. I want you to really seriously ask God for the one thing that you want him to do in your life. What's the one thing you want him to do? Let's look at it in, in, in uh, Psalm. Let's look at it in Psalm 27, verse 4. Let's look there, and we'll see... Uh, how David, he said in verse 4, one thing. He didn't say, you know, the 50 things I want, Lord. He said, one thing I have asked from the Lord. And that's why I want us to ask the Lord one thing. And that I seek. I shall seek this. I want us to seek this one thing. I really do. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to meditate in his temple. Now that's a lofty goal. 
But that's what he asked the Lord. Now, I want you to ask the Lord one thing also. Now, now of course, uh, you, have to, you have to decide what that one thing you want to ask the Lord. Now, now, let's go to the New Testament. That's the Old Testament. Let's go to the New Testament. Let's look in Mark, chapter 10. Let's look there in verse 17. Let's uh, do that verse right there. Uh, in, in, in Mark, chapter 10, verse 17, it says, As he was sitting out on, uh, setting out on a journey, a man ran to him, and it was speaking of Jesus, and knelt before him, the him is, of course, Jesus himself, and asked him, good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And, and now good was uh, reserved for God back then, and when he asked that, he's He's saying something that's a little bit more than what meets the, the reading here. But regardless, he said, good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? Now, he asked this one thing. What must I do to inherit eternal life? What are we going to ask? What is one thing we're going to ask of the Lord? Are we going to ask him for, well, like the, the let's go back to the, Things that they said statistically stands out as, as about the top five things uh, is uh, weight loss, um, exercise, smoke, stop smoking, uh, debt reduction, and money management, better money ma- management. Those are the top five things. Okay? Uh, it could be one of those five. It could be uh, that one of your relatives, you know, your loved ones, uh, get saved because that, that might be your desire that your mate get saved that your uh, father your mother your, your, you know, your sister your brother it might be some loved one get saved uh, it might be uh, some anything I, I don't know it might be you know you, you have a have, have a, a relative that's addict, addicted to drugs or whatever it might be they break them of this addiction uh, it could be a lot of different things you might want to ask the Lord. But you think about it and ask the Lord, seriously, the one thing that you want him to do. That's what David did. That's what this uh, young person did that ran up to him. They called it this area that we'll be focusing on today, the, the rich young ruler. Uh, he was wealthy. He was young. And uh, uh, he was asking this thing of Jesus. What are you going to ask of Jesus? Because I think it's important. If, if we could do it without Jesus, it probably would have already been done. It probably wouldn't be uh, a goal that we would have for 2018 because we would have probably done it in 2017. You know? Okay, so, so I have things that I, I, I want to ask him because I know that he can help me to achieve it. You know? uh, he's not going to do it without me probably, but he, he, he would... He could, but he's going to use me, and I want him to work through me. I want to do, I, I want something. So I'm going to ask him, I'm going to ask him one thing. I'm going to ask him one thing. Don't know what it is yet, but I'm going to ask him one thing. I normally don't make any New Year's resolutions type of things. I usually don't do that. Uh, sometimes I make, I'll have a goal. Even though I have a lot of things I want to do, 
uh, I don't like to fail, so I said, well, uh, I'm not going to make a goal because if I have a goal, then I have to go. I have to set it. And some people say, well, you need, your goals need to be specific. It needs to be, uh, and, and that's what I used to tell my, uh, the players I used to coach, do you want to be All-American? Do you want to be All-State? Do you want to be All-District? Do you want to make the team? Do you want to start on the team? Or do you just want to sit the bench? What do you want to do? Make it specific. You know? uh, and, and, and people say, okay, make it specific. And then have a time for it. You know? I want to be able to uh, run this 10-miler, and I got to run it. The, the specific time I got to do this is when the 10-miler come in Lynchburg. I got to run this 10-miler, so I have a specific goal. Uh, that's, that's another way to have, make sure your goal fails also. I want to lose 10 pounds uh, every month. Well, you know, after the first month, you won't have probably failed. Uh, and if you don't, you're probably going to feel like you, you want to fail uh, if you lose 10 pounds, you know. Uh, uh, but, you know, nobody wants to set a goal. I want to lose one pound a month. One pound a month. But, uh, but, uh, but uh, you know, really, think about it. Think about it. If I lost one pound a month, that's 12 months. Ten years from now, you probably wouldn't see me. Right? Because I would have lost 120 pounds. I don't weigh but 168. You see? <laughs> that would not be good. So, uh, but so that's a lot of weight, isn't it? But people don't think about that because what they want is they want something uh, great, you know. They look on t- they, they hear on TV. Ah, oh, Nutrisweet, you know, I lost, I lost 50 pounds. I dropped 50 pounds, and they drop a barbell. I dropped 50 pounds, you know. Uh, and so we want to do that. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. You're going to stay the same in 2018 because it's too much, okay, too specific. Just say I want to lose weight, okay. All right, now, we got this. So we're going to ask, ask, ask Christ, okay. Now, I want you to do another thing. I want you to do something that most Christians don't do. Now, we, we know the world doesn't do it. Most Christians don't do it. Before you set a goal, you know, they say, Father, what do you want, you want me to achieve in 2018 for you? For you. Not for me. I already told you what I wanted, right? We said it's one thing, you know. Uh, so we said, well, dwell in the house of the Lord, David said. The rich young ruler, he said that he wants to uh, have eternal life. Okay, we, we asked him that one thing. But now we want to ask him not to give us something. We want to give him something. That's what we want to do. In 2018, Father, I want to give you something. I want to have a a goal that I achieve for you. What do you want me to achieve in 2018 for you? Would you tell me, Lord? That I would do. Now, I've never asked. I've never asked God that. I've never asked him that. I don't know why I've never asked him that. Uh, and, and 
I guess a lot of times I already figure I know what he'll want me to do. You know, because you know, sometimes you, you, you kind of, oh, I already know he wants me to spend more time with him. I already know he wants me to do this. I already know he wants me to do that. He's been dealing with me there for years and years. I know he wants me to do that. I don't have to ask him anything. I know I need to, I know, you know, I know, I know, I know, I know. No. Come on, we, we do that because we already know. I'm telling you, you don't know. Of all, that, because obviously he could give you a lot of things. Because we're we're short, right? You you might be you not might not be like me. They have about twenty five, forty, fifty things that I need to be to, to do to change. But you have some more than one thing that God can tell you. So what you what do you think He will pinpoint for you? You won't know till you ask Him. You'll never know. So let's ask Him in two thousand eight. Let's ask Him. Father, what do you want me to do? What's the one thing, just the one thing you want me to do? We always love the Old Testament scripture that, that God says, okay, tell me what you want. Tell me the one thing you want. Who did he say that to? Solomon, yeah, okay. He said to Solomon. We, we, we've been waiting all our life, our Christian life, for him to ask us that, you know? But I'm saying, you ask him, God, give me one thing you want from me. Now, I believe that we would, if we ask him that, I can assure you, I can assure you that he's going to tell you. You say, how can, how can you assure me anything like that? You don't know whether God's going to tell me that. Do you think, what parent in here, if your child asked you, tell me one thing you want me to do for you this year, and if humanly possible, I would do it. You know? uh, would you tell them when you say, I'm not going to tell you anything? No, you tell him. God will tell you. He will tell you. I guarantee you, if he tells you, you will be able to do it. Guaranteed. 2018 will be successful for each one of us in here if we do that. Because he'll never tell you anything that you cannot do and that he will not help you do. Because you wouldn't tell your child that. Okay. Now, it's important now for us to ask him something else. When you say, ask him something else? Yes, ask him something else because this better be important. Say, now, I asked you one thing, Lord. I'm not going to ask you nothing else now, but it's dealing with this one thing I asked you. I cannot, I cannot, cannot achieve what you want me to do unless you grace me with the ability 
In other words, you got the Lord change my way of thinking. Whatever God wants you to achieve, you're going to have to change your way of thinking. Because he wouldn't te- it wouldn't be a need if you already thought a certain way because you'd already be doing it. See, the, what, the reason why most people don't achieve those goals is because they don't change their way of thinking. If I don't change my way of thinking about uh, eating dessert, and you know by what I said, I haven't changed a thing. By my way of thinking, I, I might say, hey, I'm going to make a, I'm, uh, I'm gonna make a New Year's resolution. I'm not going to eat any dessert. I, I don't care whether, whether I have a cook. She makes this cake, my special cake. And it's, it's, it's half the sugar that, that, that she put it because she makes it from scratch. And, and it's a strawberry thing. And it's so pretty. And Brianna, you think I'm going to I'm I'm achieve this goal if she makes this cake? No. 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 While Minerva is asleep, I will get a piece of cake. Me, <laughs> me and the cat, I give her a, a potato chip so she won't tell it. And... <laughs> You know, but see, I got somehow my way of thinking has to change. About any goal, it's going to have to change. My behavior is going to have to change also. Okay? So I got to ask God, God, when you tell me this one thing now, I'm asking you now, because I'm asking you to tell me one thing, but I'm asking you. Uh, give me the grace to change my way of thinking about whatever you tell me that I need to accomplish. I'm asking you the second thing, Lord. I want you to give me the grace to persevere in achieving this goal so that I can change my habits. See, 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 it takes perseverance to change your habits. You can't change habits without perseverance. You got to do something over and over and over. That, that, that's, that's, that's why I like desserts because I eat, I eat it over and over. I've been eating for uh, 70 years. I, I believe my mother gave me something. She had to give me something sweet because, you know, when you have this baby food, I bet you have some sugar in it. So you, it's sugar in everything. Just about. They, they put some kind of sweet in stuff there. But, so habits, habits, habits. Don't we have habits? All of us have habits. And some of are great habits, uh, and you're here today because you have a habit of coming to the house of the Lord on Sunday. You see? And that's a great habit, see? Uh, so we, we do that on Sunday. That's where you come. All right? So, so we have habits. But I got to have, a, I got to have, God, you got to, you got to give me perseverance. Because I can't persevere, I cannot persevere if you don't give me the grace to persevere. So I need, I need, I need grace for thinking change. I need grace for perseverance for habit changing. I need two pieces of grace in order to do that. So you have to ask him for that now. If you don't ask, now, if you fail to do that now, see, you, you're going you're gonna to mess up. Because even though he'll tell you, I want you to do this for me. And you say, well, thank you, I'll do it. 
You don't have to say nothing else. You don't have to do anything else. I got it. I got this. You can forget it. We can do nothing apart from him. Okay, so we got to have the grace. Okay? Got to have the grace. Let's look at it in the finish this uh, area. Verse 18 in Mark. We, we, we stopped at 17. We just did one verse. Let's go here. It says, and Jesus said, and why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Now, now, of course, he could have said, I called you good. I know that only God is good, but you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. You are the God's son. You are God's only begotten son. You, I could, that's why I called you good. And Jesus said, "Woo, man, flesh and blood hadn't you know, revealed that to you. Right? Just like he told Peter. See, he, he, he told him that. But see, he, he didn't have no clue what he was talking about. So he, he, he just overlooked that, what God said. Then, again, then verse 18 says, you know the commandments. Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not, um, and he could have said do not kill or murder. They said do not commit false witness, do not um, defraud, honor your father and mother. And basically, these are the ones that have to do with other people, right? He didn't mention the ones that have to do with God. Don't use it. Lord's name in vain and all like that. He is the one to deal with other people. In other words, when you wrap all that up, the, the commandment will be love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, that's what you need to do. Love your neighbor as yourself. You know the commandments. Love your neighbor as yourself. And, so he, and he said to him, teacher. Now you know he didn't, he didn't make the same mistake. He didn't say good teacher. He said teacher. Yeah. Teacher. I have kept all these things from my youth up. Looking at him, Jesus felt a love for him and said to him, one thing you lack, go and sell all that you possess and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. And come and follow me. Now, have you ever wondered why Jesus didn't tell him that at first? What must I do to return, have eternal life? Well, we know, we know number one, the law, you're not, you're not going to have eternal life with the law anyway. You know that. Okay. But sometimes God deals with us our pride. Because I believe that the rich young ruler, he had pride. You know? I've done all these for my youth up. Me, give me something else. Give me something. I've done this. Okay. All right. Well, see, if he loved his neighbor as himself, and, and, and Jesus says, go sell all your possessions and give to the poor. Don't you want to help the poor? Don't you want to? That, that, do you know? Do, do you think about us today. How many people is it in the world that don't have adequate food, don't have adequate water, don't have adequate shelter. How many people in the world need medical attention? 
You know, I mean, it, 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 there are plenty of needs all over the world. If we were wealthy, we couldn't supply all the needs of everybody in the world. We couldn't do it. Too many. Okay. So there, there's need. And he told him, I want you to go do this. Now, I wonder... When we ask Jesus, I'm, I am already assuming that we are going to do what I believe God is asking us to do for 2018. I know this is the 14th. I know this is the second Sunday in, in uh, January. I know you probably already made New Year's resolution. You know, uh, maybe the first day of January or whatever. I know you may have already done this, but I wonder how many have asked God, give me one thing you want me to do for you in 2018. Because, see, I believe that when we do this, I don't want us to fall in the same situation as the, the young ruler did who was wealthy, who, it says, but at these words, he was saddened. I mean, he was saddened. And, 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 and he went away grieving, for he was one who owned much property. And he was young now. You don't find many young people owning a much property. And Jesus, looking around, said to the disciples, how hard it is for those who are wealthy to enter the kingdom of God. Now, the young ruler is the one who came to Jesus and asked the question. Jesus didn't ask him a question. He asked Jesus a question. That's what we're going to do. Is that correct? We're going to ask Jesus a question. We're going to say, Jesus, God, what do you want us to do for you in 2018? That's what, that's what we're going to ask. Now, when he tells us this one thing to do, we are not going to go away satin, are we? Are we? We're not going to uh, get mad at me. Please don't get mad at me and say, I should have known not to do what he said to do. That was the, the devil. That wasn't of God. Because I'm sure that's what the, probably the, the rich young ruler said. They said, what? Give away all my possessions? Oh, he didn't say, some. Now, that might have gone over pretty good if he said, give a couple things, you know. Maybe one camel. Maybe one camel. No, he said, get all. That's what he said. I don't know what, I don't know what God's going to tell me. I haven't asked him yet. Because... Uh, you know, when you teach a message, uh, a, a, a funny thing happens. When you're getting this message, all of a sudden, it's like you're going over and over. It's like looking in the mirror. You see yourself. It's like saying something, and it's talking to you. It's like throwing a cup of water out the window, 
and you're going 50 miles an hour, and you got your head out the window, and you throw it out, what is that going to do? Come right back and hit you, okay? So that, that's what happens when you're teaching a message. It's like the message is for you, first of all. You must be the first partaker of any message that you teach. And so and if I'm not willing to do this, why in the world would I be telling you? Right? No. God, I want to teach a series, and let's think of something hard to get them to do. You know? Let's mess with them this year, Lord. Yeah. No. The Lord doesn't do that, does he? No. He loves us. He loves us. Okay? So, I tell you, I'm telling you now, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. So, when I ask the Lord this thing, I have to be willing to accept the consequences of me asking. The consequences of me asking is... I want to, I have to do what he said. Now, now if you say, okay, Brian, have you asked the Lord yet? No, not yet. Me either. Are you going to ask, Brian? I don't know, are you? Yeah, that's how it goes, you know, with, with, with husband and wife type of thing, you know, um, sometimes. And, and It's, it's one of those things that I already know that God's going to touch something, tell me something that honestly I don't want to do. I already know that. I already know. If I wanted to do it, I would have already done it. Right? I've already done it. I know something. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, when you ask, he's going to answer you. I guarantee you, you're not going to want to do it. Guarantee you. But, let me tell you, when you ask, y'all pray for each other. Pray for me. I'm going to pray for you. You know, pray because we want to have a right mind attitude when we go to before God. Do you hear what I'm saying? Don't go before God. God, I'm coming to you. You know I'm a obedient servant. You know I'm a, I'm a person under authority, just like the centurion. I'm under authority. And so the pastor said he wants to do this. And so I'm under authority, so I'm coming and I'm asking you for his sake. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. You think God's going to tell you something? He ain't going to tell you nothing. He ain't going to tell you about what, like he told the, the, the rich young, young ruler. You know the commandments, going to go do them. And that really wasn't what he needed, was it? No, because Jesus could have told him in the beginning. He said, what must I do to 
have eternal life. Go sell all you possess and give to the poor. No, no ask for nothing else. That's it. He could have said that, but he didn't. He told him something else, so it, it'll make him feel good. Oh, I've done this for my youth. Ah, tell me something else. So he said, okay, right, you, want, you, you, really, you, you really want to know? I'm going to tell you. Okay? So do you really want to know what God wants you to do for 2018, or do you want to keep making all these uh, good intentions, you know, these, these resolutions, these good intention goals, I have a goal to do this. You know, that, that, you know we, I got goals, you know. You know, I, I can tell the elders, hey, I got to go over, you know, hey, guess what, elders, I got to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start loving planning ahead, you know. I'm going to start loving, you know, the, uh, having all these meetings, you know, and doing all this stuff. They already know, you lying, you lying, you know, because they know me. So God knows us, so I got to get my mind right before I go to him. I don't want to be asking just to be asking. You can't fool him anyway, can we? No. He knows our hearts, so okay, okay, God. Fine, I'll do this thing. Now, our goal, we have two things. I've given two assignments. First assignment was that we're going to ask God one thing that we want Him to do for us, right? You remember I said that? And, and, and why would you, what you say? Why even ask that? Because the title message in the series is the one thing. Well, I believe God wants us to come to Him. Come to Him. You see? Because we can't achieve anything without him anyway. So come to him. Okay? And ask. <laughs> but once you do that, make sure that you go to him and ask him, what can I, what can I do for you, Lord? I want, I, this, this is what I want. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I want this thing, whatever you mentioned to him, you know. What do you want? But realize that if you got your right attitude and you go before God and you're serious about blessing him, I guarantee you that not only if you ask him about the grace now, grace to change your thinking, grace to uh, make sure you persevere, have your habits change. I guarantee you, not only are you going to achieve that goal that he wants you to do, but what would you do for your child? What would you do for your child if your child came to you and then they did it in 2018? What would you do for them? They've asked you for something. And God can do all things, can he? All things. And I just know that God's going to do something for you. He's going to do something for you. You say, yeah, but see, he, he, he might not do what I want him to do. I asked him for this, but he might do something else, you know. 
something else that I really didn't want. Would you do that for your child? No. No. Okay, now, now I'm taking a lot of liberty, am I not? It is to say what God's going to do. But I'm the one who got the message, not you. So I'm the one who been asking and praying and seeking and finding, oh, God, what, what do you want me to do for 2018? So I had um, I asked John, would he teach, you know, uh, two messages? I said, you know, uh, and normally I would have taught last Sunday, but I didn't, ha- I, I didn't, I didn't know what I, I, didn't, I said, oh, I, got, I got to have some time here because it's serious. It's serious when you come before the body. So, it's serious. so I said, well, okay. Um, and this is what he gave me. I said, okay. He said, how did I know he gave you that? You might have eaten some pizza and got it. No. This does not sound like pizza. <laughs> it sounds like pizza. Okay, so, okay, we got the message, and we got two things we're going to do, and we're going to do it, okay? Now, here's the last thing we want to do. We want to start off 2018 like we talk, start off 2017, which is, which is a good thing, with prayer and fasting. Woo! I, I know that, <laughs> that was a bad word. I know that was a bad word. Okay, but uh, that's what we want to start off. And the, and the elders were, were with me or with this. We're going to do a 20-day fast, okay? Um, uh, you know, they thought it should be a 40-day fast, but I said, no, 20-day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they, 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 they love you. Uh, I said, how about 21 days? 21, is there something sick about 21 days? They said, no, there's nothing sick about 21 days. I said, 20 days will be the, the ending of uh, it'll be just before February 7th. It'll end on February 6th. Um, why 20 and not 21? Why 20 and not 30? Uh, because 30 is going to take us past uh, Valentine's Day. <laughs> he said, boy, you just a flesh boy. You just a flesh pot, you know. <laughs> no, uh, uh, God loves you. He loves you. Why would he have you fast on Valentine's Day? You know? You will be in a doghouse. You will be in a doghouse. You, you, you think you're going to mess around and say, Jenna said, oh, what are we going to do on Valentine's Day? I'm fasting. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Right. Okay, brother. All right. Okay. No. Uh, that's what we're going to 20-day fast, okay? Now, and we're going to pray. We're going to pray now because... Uh, we got to, to pray because it's important, isn't it? It's important to pray. And, and I want to fast because I think fast, fasting helps us put this flesh on the thing. This flesh, it, it rears up. It, it, you can tell, don't you? You can tell how flesh is, right? It, it'll wrap, it'll wrap. It, it wants its way all the time. And so you keep it under. And also it helps you to be here, able to hear God better when you are fasting because you're not, you know, putting the same stuff in your body that you normally put in your body. And, and so you're fasting. And also fasting, um, it just puts you in that situation where you say, yes, the flesh is under. I'm hearing God better, you know, because I'm, I'm coming to God with this one thing. And when he tells me this one thing, I got this is, this is a serious thing. So it puts us in the right frame of mind, doesn't it? In the right frame of mind. Now, um, it's, it, 
we're going we're gonna to all be praying for one another, are we not? Okay, we're going to be praying for one another because that's important because this is a serious thing. And so we have prayer, corporate prayer on Thursday night. And, and so uh, it's an opportunity to come pray with one another about some of these things. And I know the Lord's not here, but y'all, y'all are here all the time. And is it all right if some other people come and, and they want to pray for one another about this stuff? Okay, all right, okay. So normally I, I do that also every year. And, and do you notice now, now also it's a, it's a, if, if you work, you know, you can't come. But wouldn't it be great if all of us are here on, a, on a Thursday night? This month to pray together. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be cool. Now, some people, you know, live so far away that it would be, you know, it would take them longer to get here and go back than it would be to be here. But it's okay. Uh, I'm telling you, I, 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 I want you to come and, and pr- let's pray together uh, this month also. You know, you say, well, uh, one, only, only one thing bad about that is a game to come on Thursday night. Well, okay. Let me tell you, and no game more important than being in prayer to God. Plus, it's a sacrifice, isn't it? It's a sacrifice. God loves sacrificing, doesn't it? Okay. All right. Now, it is a game come on Thursday night. Uh, uh, but I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. Fasting, 20-day fast, congregational, starting tomorrow. It, it ends February the 6th, fasting and praying. What do you fast? Anything you want to fast that goes, that you consume, okay? You can't consume TV, okay? So uh, even though fasting TV is fine, but that's not the fast I'm calling. I'm calling for or some type of consumption fast, okay? Uh, now, uh, some people cannot medically fast because they might have a condition. They might have to eat three meals a day and whatever they have, that's fine. But I know and you know that all of us can fast something that we consume. Because all of us, I don't care how nutritious we eat, all of us eat something that we don't have to eat. That doesn't have anything to do with medical reasons whatsoever. Right? Yeah. Right. right. I, don't, I don't know any, 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 any medical condition that you got to eat bread. I mean, I don't know one. It might be. The doctor might say, eat plenty of bread. Eat bread. I don't know any, any doctor to do that. Okay? Okay. Um, I know that, that uh, you can not eat dessert. Yeah. I know that you say, well, I got to eat, though. You don't have to eat dessert. You don't have to eat bread. You don't have to drink coffee. You don't. Oh! <laughs> I know, I know I touched something. I know I touched something, you know. Uh, sweet tea and stuff like that, you know. 
Um, in other words, something that you consume, we know we don't have to do that. Okay? So whatever you want to do, that's between you and the Lord. Uh, whatever you need to do, you do it. Okay? Um, that's what we, we got. Now, when do we have to ask God this week? No, you don't have to ask God this week. 2018 was a long time. Okay? Um, and see, you don't want to jump into something and you haven't thought about it, you haven't prayed about it, you haven't. Pray! That's why we call them fasting and pray. Pray! And ask God, God, what? One thing should I ask you? Wouldn't that be good? What thing should I ask you that I want you to do for me? Because I got a lot of things. I got a lot of things that I want God to do for me. And then you got to ask God, what one thing do you want me to do for you? That calls for fasting and praying and for us praying for one another, that we have our minds right before we ask this thing, okay? That's why we call them fasting and praying. And I'm excited about it myself. Well, no, I'm not. <laughs> because I know that it's going to cause some pain. Do you hear what I'm saying? Pain. I know pain is going to come. Do you hear what I'm saying? Pain is going to come when you, have to, when you have to change your way of thinking, change your habits. Come on. It's, it's, you know, it hurts, especially tell you some, something that you don't want to hear, that it hurts. So I'm being real now. Being real. But I know it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And I know that, that, that you're going to be praying for me. I'm going to be praying for you. And together, when we get ready to ring in 2019 and, you know, ring out the old year 2018, boy, we're going to be a tough, we're going to be some tough cookies, aren't we? We'll be a, a tough, you know, piece of cake. That I would make. <laughs> oh, let's stand. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.